0: Hey friends, it's me, Peg Kiner, and this is another mini episode of Thriving on the Possibility. In this week's Heart Homework, we'll reflect on the lessons from our conversation with archeologist and National Geographic Explorer, Ellie DeCastro. Now I have written and recorded and edited this maybe three or four times, because like a good teacher, I do the homework I assign. And I'm not sure if you've been paying attention, but this world has changed dramatically in a month, and I've spent a lot of time reflecting. Ellie's work centers around the past and present with the thought that if we can connect to our heritage and our geographic location, we will cultivate a stronger sense of identity, pride, and critical understanding of our heritage. For a quick history lesson, Ellie lives in the Philippines a country with over 7,000 islands and countless dialects. Her work focuses on connecting kids to their heritage, especially during pre-colonial times and current cultural practices living in the hearts and minds of elders. She connects kids to their ancestors and their traditional tools and methodologies. She fosters a connection and appreciation for the courageous and inventive people who created a life together on the islands. Ellie connects kids to the heart and humanity of their heritage. She finds strength in these stories and believes kids should and will find pride in themselves by learning about their history. In the show notes, I'll link a few books recommended by Ellie that will inform you of the vibrant culture of the Philippines. Inspired by Ellie, your challenge this week is to conduct activities that will scratch the surface on your past, present, and future. Without further ado, let's dive into investigating the past. Ellie loves collecting the stories from the past and invests time in listening to ensure that the history that cannot be found in bones and artifacts lives another day in oral storytelling and educational spaces. She touched upon the challenge of deep listening. In fact, she said you must listen with everything in you because that is when you really learn. Ellie reminds us to listen between the words and to invest time in the act of mindful listening. In the podcast, she told us, it is the people who make the village and the people who make the heritage. Not everyone will want to tell you a story or engage you in a personal conversation. Some might want you to prove you are worthy of being gifted such precious information. We often rely on stories from our ancestors for inspiration and grounding a foundation of who we are and where we are from, but I think it's critically important to analyze a few big questions about the history you consume. Think about the history you have been taught in school. What kind of representation and perspective were displayed in the stories shared with you? Whose history was shared? What stories were missing? There's simply not enough time in the day to focus on all the simultaneous history and perspectives of all sides. So what stories were selected? And what stories were missing? As an educator, I can tell you, teachers, administration, and textbook companies make choices on what to share. So, in this moment, reflect on what might be absent from your knowledge and use this as a driver of your curiosity. Here are a few questions to get you started on investigating your past. Is there anyone you can interview in your family to find out what their life was like Does your family have an artifact or something that they are known for? Take time to find out your origin story and then take time to find out other stories. What relationship does your heritage, your race, your culture, what relationship does your people have with other people living in that same place? The locations your family members were raised? What do those places represent? What challenges did they face in that region? What laws were in place in the time of your great-grandparents and grandparents and parents? How did those laws impact people during that time? Are there remnants of those laws today? There can be clarity in finding out about our collective past. I started audio recording my own parents about a decade ago, but I warn you, it takes time to build trust with a microphone. And after spending a month researching, there are so many questions I wish I could ask right now. Don't give up on your subject. Give them space to remember and show them you are interested in learning. Stay in the moment, live in their story to learn what happened through their eyes, but listen critically, taking in the context of their moment. Stay present in their words. When we stand on the foundation of the stories of our ancestors, we connect to a history larger than ourselves, And sometimes we can recognize aspects of who we want to be but at times we struggle with manifesting strength in the present moment we struggle to listen and stay present for our own stories sometimes people feel so empty they feel their hope poor rather than hope rich and Ellie told me we should start a hope bank because as she said we borrow hope from others so we can keep going. But what are we really borrowing? Belief? Love? Gentleness? Compassion? Acceptance? Permission? Urgency? Or maybe the need to change? We borrow from others that which we cannot generate for ourselves. If you follow this week's heart homework and take time to interrogate your past I challenge you to also investigate and hold space for your present self. We tend to avoid living in the moment. We dream about the future, about when things will be different or better, but right now, this is living. There are things to learn right now, and if you ignore the right now for what's next, are you living or are you waiting? All of this is life and routinely avoiding the present will not make the future more fruitful and moments can last longer than a moment if you let it make the important moments linger you can make people not forget about the moments that mattered just like Ellie makes us remember the history we can hold on to in the same way We hold space and compassion for listening to others. We must hold space for ourselves and recognize the impermanence and importance of all of our moments. Okay, this is a lot of heart homework this week, but additional heart homework is this. It's heart homework for living in the present and you are to draw a small sketch and write at least three to five sentences daily for a week. Your moments are adding up. What are you taking from them? What story can you tell? Grant yourself the kindness of living in your present moment. Author Pema Chodron has this incredible passage from the book When Things Fall Apart. She says, Now is the only time how we relate to it creates the future. In their words, if we're going to be more cheerful in the future, it's because of our aspiration and exertion to be more cheerful in the present. What we do accumulates. The future is the result of what we do right now. I think about this passage so much and see it manifesting in the world daily. If we cultivate a love for our community, our location, our heritage, or conservation, ourselves, can we empower people to care? If we can learn to love all of our moments, knowing they are all part of this life. Perhaps, as Ellie says, we can learn to be like bamboo. We can learn to bend and not break. Have a great week. All music was created using Apple Loops and GarageBand. The logo was created by Jen Levro using Unsplash. The plant photo was taken by Jonas Kaiser, and the paint photo was created by Giordana Cordero. Well, friends, until next time, remember, resilience is a process, and if anyone can do it, it's you.